0: My fellow Americans, I want to thank you for tuning in to the Walk Rewind podcast. My name is Tyler Smith, and I want to express my gratitude for the amount of numbers that have attended this podcast. They are huge. But I hope today, in episode 18, God's will, 2020. You learn. You understand. And you make the right choice. See you in there. Okay, so unless you've been living under a rock lately, you probably have been bombarded with all this election stuff happening, right? Like, I can't tell you how many times I got on social media and there was like, register to vote here on some kind of ad, and it was just like, bro, calm down. I've already registered to vote. Like, the day after the election, bro, <laughs> I got on like social media and just like, <sighs> it's not there. <laughs> but... Recently, the election has been going on. It's been craziness, man, like craziness. And actually, at the recording of this podcast, we're actually waiting for the Nevada votes to still come in. So we still don't know that. We're <laughs> That's why you're watching this podcast, because you're killing some time, you know what I'm saying? While you're waiting for the Nevada votes to come in. <laughs> but on the for real, our country has been experiencing a lot of turmoil, a lot of a lot of divisiveness, a lot of division uh, over the past few days and the past few months, honestly. Like, really honestly. But before we go any further, I want to make this clear to you right now. Okay, I want to make this clear to you right now. You have come with this into this podcast with the expectation of we're going to talk about politics. And we are. We are going to talk about politics, but not in the way that you think. I am not here. I am not here to talk about my political opinion I'm not here to praise a party I'm not here to praise a candidate I'm not here to praise anyone but God I'm not here to push a political agenda on you because the only agenda that I'm going to push is God's will because that's that's just not what this podcast is about it's not about anyone else but God so I want to make that clear I don't want to. I don't want you to come in here expecting uh, to get a quote from me to support your favorite candidate. You know, whoever it's going to be. I, 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 that's not what this podcast is for. Okay, that's that, that's not it at all. We're not we're not doing that. <laughs> if you came for drama, this is not the place. This is not the place for it. This is a place where we are going to grow in our faith when it comes to politics okay now we are going to talk about politics but here's the thing we're going to talk about how we as christians should, should respond to politics okay there's a difference between talking about it and talking about it and how we should do it and respond with it okay because i feel like and i'm only 19 years old and i see this okay and it's kind of sad that there's so many let's be honest okay there's so many adults that are just so immature when it comes to politics politicians are immature man it's crooked. It's awful. Like it's just all over the place. I hate I hate how crooked politics makes people and how crooked it is in general. It's something that we need, but it is crooked. It is crooked. And it makes people crooked. But hey, hey, hey. Don't get me twisted, okay? Don't don't get so stressed out. Okay? I know it sucks. I know politics sucks. But but I want you to realize it's always been a thing. Ever since the beginning of time, there have been kingdoms and nations and countries that have had leaders who, you know, were either tyrants or they were fighting for their people. Or there's been that constant battle between what's right and what's wrong for your country, or the power struggle. It's been all of that. It's literally all happened before. In America, it's happened before, and in, since the beginning of time, with everything in history, it's always happened. It's repeated itself. It's it's always going to be a thing. Okay. Because we as a people want the best for us. I mean, that's a good feeling. Like You should want the best for yourself. And as far as Christians are concerned, yes. You should be concerned about your country going towards God or away from God. You should be concerned about that. You should be concerned about laws being put into place that go against our beliefs. You should be concerned about that. Not worried, concerned. But how how do we come about how do we come about making a change in our nation, in our country, in our area as Christians when we're met with so much scrutiny because of what we believe? It's always been like that. But how do how do we how do we respond? There's a lot of Christians who don't respond in the right ways—that's really tainted. That's really tainted Christians when it comes to politics. And I want us to look at a little bit of scripture today that, that kind of gives us similar situations. Because yes, there are political, if you will, situations that happened in the Bible. You know, that are similar to ours. And I know there's different forms of it. And you know, obviously, one of the biggest, like for example, is technology. It's not the same, you know, but it, it's the same concept of power. It's the same concept of wanting what's right for your people. And we're going to look at some scripture really quick in the Bible, and I'm going to discuss it. The scripture's from Exodus. It's Exodus uh, chapter 2, verse 11. And i give you a little context of it. We're going to be talking about Moses. And Moses, if you don't know the story of Moses, Moses is... His people were taken to Egypt at the end of Genesis, the book before Exodus. They went into Egypt, and then they were made slaves by Pharaoh because Pharaoh was concerned that they were going to overpower him. So they made them the Israelites into slaves, and then started killing children, uh, the firstborn sons, uh, or just sons in general, not even just the firstborn. Started killing the the sons, and so Moses. If you ever know the story of Moses, he got he got a pretty lit mom. She uh, <laughs> legit mom. Like I'll explain in a second, but like she. Burst Moses, put him on the Nile in a basket and let him float. Like, whoa, okay. <laughs> Mom of the Year Award, let your baby float down the river. <laughs> Worked out because the Pharaoh's daughter found the baby and of course, the baby was crying and she was like, meow, 있�ly, meow, 있�ly, baby. You know how girls get. <laughs> and she took the baby in and actually, sought out the mom, and the mom got to raise Moses for uh, three years of his life. So he got a good foundation of what God um, has for his people. So he kind of knew both sides because he was also raised 40 years in the palace. And so now we've come to a point where he's grown up. And in verse 11 of chapter 2 is where I want to pick up. And if you want to look in the Bible with me, go ahead, because God can can show you stuff in in, in the Bible the same way that he can show you through my, my words, that he's speaking through me. So in verse 11 of chapter 2, I want us to read it and, and kind of just think about it. and Think about some things. I want you to understand the feelings that Moses has. I want you to put yourself into his shoes, okay? So let's read verses 11 of chapter 2. It says, One day when Moses had grown up, he went out to his people and looked on their burdens, and he saw an Egyptian beating a Hebrew one of his people one of his people. So this is Moses' people that an Egyptian is beating, and he feels bad. He feels he feels filled with burden because of his people being treated like this. So he looked this way and that and this is in verses twelve, and seeing no one he struck down the Egyptian and hid him in the sand. And our first glance is Yeah, he was beating his own people, so he got really angry. So we had this this concept in our mind that Egyptian bad, Hebrew good, right? Let's look at the next verse, okay? In in verse 13, it says this. When he went out the next day, behold, two Hebrews were struggling together. And he said to the man in the wrong, why do you strike your companion? And he answered, who made you a prince and judge over us? Do you mean to kill me as you killed the Egyptian man? All right, hold up. Put it in part. Let me talk about something real quick okay because I feel like there, there's a, there, there's a way that we can relate to this according to what I feel as if a lot of people do nowadays and especially with politics man you are you about to make me get into it listen listen Moses made the mistake okay He made obviously one big mistake of killing a man and we'll talk about it in a second but think about this Moses made the mistake of believing and trusting, that his people were the only ones being mistreated when his very own people within themselves were mistreating each other. His own people lived that same power-hungry life that the Egyptians lived. Oh man, we do the same thing. I feel as if there's so many people today that live and breathe off the association with the presidential candidate that they want to win or the party they're associated to. There's a lot of people that are blinded to the reality of what right is because they're so focused. They're, 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 they're so focused on what the party says is right instead of what's truly right. And as Christians, you have to be extremely careful. So extremely careful. Because what we can do is that we can idolize these parties, these candidates. We can idolize their beliefs, idolize these ideas, to an extent, like, it's okay, like, hear me out, it's okay to want to associate with the group, with the better beliefs, right? (laughs) More closely to your beliefs, because no one is perfect. But in saying that statement, no one is perfect, you also have to realize that your trust and, and your faith and your passion doesn't need to be in that party, doesn't need to be in that person because they are not perfect. <laughs> you know, I, I think Christian or not, we idolize these political leaders. Just, just because of the party they're associated with, <laughs> we immediately bow down to every single belief that is associated with that that culture that closely relates to what we want. When half of the stuff in that group, that party, that, that presidential candidate's beliefs are faulty and not biblical and we're so quickly to bow down to them because of what? Our association? Stop conforming to the stereotypes and live in your own gray area where the only truth you cling to is God's word. The only truth that you cling to is God's word. When you put your faith, your hope, your trust, and your passion into the agenda of man, it will fail. Because the only plan and agenda that you should be wanting to follow is God's. That's the only plan that matters. And it's it's so hard when we see this world falling into, falling into the darkness, into the evil. It's so hard to look at our country and not be angry because of what we're doing to each other. The babies that we're killing. The injustices that we're bringing upon people just because of race. And I'll be honest the the scrutiny that 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 LGBTQ community people get like okay I don't condone listen to me Christians I don't condone their sin but that doesn't mean you should bully them okay and there's a lot of discrimination that happens to them they're struggling with with that thought okay they're struggling with that feeling and they're being bullied and they're being they're being mistreated Jesus wouldn't do that Jesus wouldn't hold a sign that said that says God hates fags. Jesus wouldn't do that. Jesus would love them. And it's so hard to be like Jesus because of you know our passions and our 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 feelings because when you think of these things happening in the country when you think of these things happening in the country, your first reaction is to lash out because that's exactly what Moses did. When he saw his brothers being beaten, when he saw his brothers being oppressed by the Egyptian, he lashed out in anger and killed the Egyptian. Now, this this feeling of passion is not wrong. I want you to to fight for what's right. But when you respond with negativity, only negativity will reproduce. Only negativity will come out of your negativity. So be careful of how you respond. Look, get off of social media. (laughs) Stop ratting one party or the other. Stop. That's only causing division. It's only causing more negativity. Do you realize the negativity that you're causing? And let, let me only, not only mention the negativity that reproduces, but let me also let, let, let me let me tell you how immature you look. <laughs> let me Christians, let me tell you the witness that you're 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 <laughs> you're killing for yourself. You know the the people the Israelites said, you know, are you going to kill me like you killed the Egyptian? Because Moses had no ground to stand on because he responded with negativity. And when negativity is responded with negativity, the only thing reproduces is negativity. So we have to stop hating each other. We have to stop being babies about things too, man. Okay, look, Democrat or Republican, stop whining about who gets in office. It it may be a, a discomfort for you because it's not who you wanted. But, you know, when Republicans, when you bash the president because he's a Democrat and that doesn't allow him to get things done, when you keep reminding him of the bad things that he is and the bad stuff that he's doing and not praying for him, not not lifting him up, then (laughs) that's wrong. Democrats, when you do the same thing to Republicans and not allow the president to do what he needs to do, then we are not helping at all when we respond to hate with hate the only thing that will come out of it is hate the only thing so we have to stop responding with hate because we have to realize the outcome we have to realize the outcome and as christians when you feel frustrated when you feel down about this country turning away and you realize there's really nothing you can do about it because the country's just doing it it's it's where it's going you have to realize where your peace comes from. and Sometimes that's hard. Moses, you know, through him responding out with hatred, and he realizes what he's done, when he sees the effects of his actions, he runs away. (laughs) That's honestly what I kind of want to do in these situations with this political uh, situations that are happening. Just run away. And, you know, in essence, that, that may not be a bad thing when you decide to step back and just focus on your own. But I, I hope you realize there are a lot of Christians today that are leaving their faith because of, because of the responses that Christians are taking to politics. Churches are pushing political agenda more than God's will. The gospel, and that is wrong. If you go to a church that is telling you who to vote for, (laughs) examine it, bro, examine it. I'm so glad that I go to a church that only preaches God's will, doesn't push the agenda of man. And There are a lot of Christians who are leaving the faith because, because of the stigma that Christians have made in regards to politics. Stop making, stop making the will of man bigger than the will of God. And so when we, as Christians, who are trying to live righteous, trying to live to God's plan and do what's right, when we fail and we get down and, and, and we, have to, we have to step back, be reminded, be reminded of God's will in our life. Because, you see, Moses, Moses was, he didn't understand the purpose that God had for him in his life in that certain area. So he stepped back and then God spoke to him through a burning bush later into the story. And God called him. And it took him to step back from all of it and just say, well, and then God spoke to him and We as Christians need to sometimes step back. We need to reevaluate. We need to dig in the Word. We need to figure out what God has called us to do so that we can come back, come back to the action that's happening in this world. And we can live for the purpose that God has for us so that we can try to bring our people. Who? Who is our people? Our people are God's people. And God's people is everyone. Everyone. And so, we need to come back. We need to come back like Moses did. He returns to Egypt after he runs away. And after he returns, the iconic story of him freeing his people goes throughout the beginning of Exodus. It's a good story. I mean, you probably know the 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 story of where the waters parted and they walked through the sea. God provided all of these things so that they can get out. Because God's provision will prevail through it all. And I want you to realize that as, as, as the last thing, okay? God's provision, God's provision for us will lead us, will lead us to the right paths. Will lead us to righteousness in the future. And it may only be within ourselves. It may only be within your family. It may only be within your church. But hold, hold strong to God's plan in your life and God's will in your life. Give thanks in all circumstances because we know that for this is God's will in our life, that we should go through these things, that we should sacrifice and suffer for him. We know that this world is going down an evil path, but we know where it's headed. We know that the kingdom is coming. And no one's going to vote the kingdom in. The kingdom's coming, man. The kingdom is coming. (laughs) I hope hope you post more about the kingdom coming than you do your hopeful president that's going to be in office. I, I hope you post more on social media about what Jesus has done for you. And what we're going to experience forever. Than what you're experiencing now. Just real. But you know. God knows the plans that he has for this country. God knows the plans he has for this world. God knows the plans he has for you. So stop. Stop worrying so much. Stop hating so much. That this world is going down an evil place. Because God will use your brokenness. God will use this world's brokenness to make something beautiful. And our only duty is to follow what the Word of God says and what Jesus commanded us to do, and that is to go, to go and tell the good news to all nations and baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, not forcing, not hating, but loving and teaching others what the Bible says. So stop worrying. Stop worrying about this presidential election. Stop stressing and being so anxious about who's going to be the next president because in reality, in reality, God's going to use whoever's in office to do his work, to do his plan, no matter what they do. Pray for that person, regardless of who it is. Love that person, regardless of who it is. Respect other people and their differences. Love like Jesus would. Because if you realize, if you realize we are broken people, and we've broken the only laws that really matter to us every single day, because we're crooked people. The laws that God gives us that we should live by we are tempted and we are broken and we fall every single day and we have to realize that the world is the same way so remove remove the hatred that you have in your heart try to i know it's hard but try to replace it with the holy spirit replace it with love love other people remember your calling I want to read this last verse because in Exodus 6, God speaks to Moses and tells him his calling, what he should be worried about. It says, I am the Lord, and I appeared to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob as God Almighty, but my name, the Lord, I did not make myself known to them. I also established my covenant with them to give them the land of Canaan, the land in which they lived as sojourners. Moreover, I have heard the groaning of my people of Israel, whom the Egyptians hold as slaves, and I have remembered my covenant. Say therefore to the people of Israel, I am the Lord, and I will bring you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians, and I will deliver you from the slavery. And I will redeem you with an outstretched arm and with great acts of judgment. I will take you to be my people and I will be your God. And you shall know that I am the Lord, your God, who has brought you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians. I will bring you into the land that I swore to give Abraham to Isaac and to Jacob. I will give it to you for a possession because I am the Lord, the only person in our life that we should ever care has authority has all of the authority can never be can never be vetoed out of office the only person that has all the power has a plan for you and me and loves us and is going to provide everything that we need to live out this life let that be your peaceful thought, and let you go from here, fulfilling your calling to love people, to set your people free. Look, I know that politics can get crazy. I know politics can get sketchy when you talk about it, and when you mix that with Christianity, it's, it's, it's a tough topic, and I know no one's ever going to have the answers. But we should strive to be the best people that we can be, the best godly people we can be. So break down those walls. Let's, let's, let's do something different, young people. Honestly, let's be more mature than the generation before us. Let's respond with maturity and respectfulness to each other and love. There's no other way to do it because only, only this way can we see peace is if we all respond with positivity, not just one, but all. I know it's never going to happen, but we should strive for it. So that's all I got for today. And I really hope that you got something out of it. I really hope that you're not stressing out about the candidate. Like seriously, calm down. It's going to be all right. Realize that Jesus has overcome the world. He's overcome anything that's going to happen. It's going to be all right. Chill out. (laughs) And look, look, listen to me. Listen to me. Young people, let's, let's strive for righteousness in our political culture today and how we respond to it. Let's strive for it. Because if we respond in any other way, we respond any other way god won't have the glory so go about go about this podcast go out from this podcast feeling comfort and feeling peace because of god's will for 2020 (laughs) all right i hope you have a great day i hope that you enjoyed this podcast remember we have podcasts coming out every single friday every single friday and we're going to be going for a while so Stay tuned because we're going to have some more interviews. We're going to have some more discussions. But every Friday, come check us out. Follow me on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, on YouTube. Hey, hit that subscribe button if you want to. I mean, come on, man. Come on. Give me to 100 subscribers. I feel so weird saying that. Like always watching YouTube as a kid, you know. (laughs) But hey, I really appreciate y'all listening. And I really hope that y'all have a blessed day. And I hope that y'all find peace during this craziness of the political mess happening. (laughs) Remember that God is sovereign and God has all the power. Let's strive. Let's strive for a righteous political response while we're young. All right. I hope you have a great day. I will see you in the next one. Peace.